Good afternoon, wherever you are, you're welcome to the prayer experience. Prayer is a lifestyle, prayer is a calling, prayer is a ministry. And that's what the prayer experience is all about. In spite of the busyness of our day-to-day -day life, we want to come every day. We want to dedicate half an hour before the Lord, irrespective of where we are. We have broadcasted the prayer experience from very unusual places because that's what prayer is all about. Wherever you are, you can pray, you can seek the Lord, and the Lord will meet you there at the point of your need. Another thing I want to say very quickly is that we serve a God who answers prayers. If it's not happening, it's not because God doesn't want to answer. Sometimes we need to persist. We need to come again and again and again. And that's why we are here today again Thank you for joining me. You're welcome to the prayer experience. Please do us a favor and share this broadcast, share this uh, video. If you're on YouTube, click the share button. If you're on Facebook, click the share button. Let people know it is time to pray. I also want us to uh, subscribe to the Daily Talks Media channel. It's available uh, on all social media the main ones, the mainstream social media platforms, we are there. Just search for the Daily Talks Media and you can promote that. Thank you. Also, the Prayer Experience Hotline is there um, for you to take advantage of it. There's a UK landline there. Call that number if you need someone to pray with you a minute, two minutes, or no matter how long you want it to be, somebody will be there to stand in the gap with you. Thank you for that. Also share your comment real time. While this prayer is on, you can share your comment and you can leave your prayer request. Also, let us know what the Lord is doing in your life. It's important to do that. Um, thank you for doing that. Really appreciate that. We're going to begin to give thanks to the Lord Almighty. Psalms 18 and verse 2. He says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer. Wow. Wow, just thinking about that alone, it's 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 what praising him, it's what giving him thanks for all that he is in our lives. He says, My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. Imagine without the Lord, where will we be? Where will you be? Where will I be? He is our refuge. He says, He is my shield and my horn of salvation, my stronghold. What a great, mighty, wonderful, extraordinary, awesome God. If you want to leave your own on the comment, just one word that typifies your God, one word that you can use to exclaim your appreciation of God. Can you leave that one word on the comment uh, page? He's awesome. He's extraordinary. He's good. He's kind. Um, there is no one like him. The song we listen to by Peter, Israel Peters, at the beginning of each prayer experience says, if I say you're wonderful, so many things are also wonderful, but you're more wonderful than everything, anything else. You're more beautiful than anything else. You're more than 
what people say. <laughs> Let me know. Get ahead of myself. Let's give thanks. Wherever you are, in your living room, in your kitchen, indoor, outdoor, join me. Let's exclaim this great and awesome Father. Lord, we want to thank you. What a great God. There are no words. You are, you are, you are beyond comprehension. There are no words in the human language that is enough to glorify you and to thank you for the things that you're doing in our lives. The psalmist says that the Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. That's who you are in our lives. And we thank you, Lord, for everything that you are in our lives. If not for you, Lord, where would we be? Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's get into the inspired word. I have a very, very short word I want to share with us today. And it's in Numbers 23 and verse 19. Numbers 23 verse 19. It says, God, the same God we're talking about is not a man that he should lie or son or a son of man that he should change his mind. That Has he said and will he not do it? Has he spoken? Will he not fulfill it? There's something about God, integrity and authenticity. Integrity and authenticity. That's the hallmark of our God. He is not a man. He doesn't have human nature like you and I uh, that is so in, uh, unreliable, inconsistent. That's why we have contract in today's business transactions because we know people will say one thing and change their mind tomorrow. So they say, put the contract down, sign. So you can't deny tomorrow that you didn't say so or you didn't commit to doing that. But God is not like that. He speaks his word and his word is good enough. We can take him at his word. When God speaks to you, if he promises you anything, you can go to sleep on that. God doesn't need to sign a contract. God doesn't need a surety, a guarantor to prove that he's going to do what he says he will do. It's we human beings. <laughs> we are the ones that need the surety. We are the ones that need guarantors. We are the ones that need people to hold us accountable if we don't fulfill our promise. God is God. God is God. You know, we, I want to I want to stir up your faith. When it comes to prayer, prayer is based on the promises of God, what he has said. When we come to pray, we're taking his word back to him. We're saying, God, you said this about my healing. You said this about my prosperity. You said this about my deliverance. You said this about my peace. You said this about my future. You said this about my children. You said this about my nation. That's what it is. We're taking his word back to him. We're reminding him of his word. And God is not a man that he should lie. If he says he will do something, he will do it. But you know what we need to have? We need to have faith in this God that he will do what he promised to do. Where are you feeling a bit shaky in your walk with God? Where right now are you feeling 
I'm, 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 I'm in short supply of confidence and courage in God. Why don't you pray right now and say, God, help me show up my confidence, show up my courage in your word and in your promise. Sometimes the enemy comes, you know, like he, he came to the woman in the Garden of Eden. Has God said not to eat these? God didn't tell you everything because he knows if you eat it, you will your eyes will be open and you will become like him. God is not like that. He's not a dishonest person. He tells you what you need to know. And what you what he says to you is all you need to know. Take him at his word. Believe his word. Don't add to it. Don't remove from it. Stand solid. He is our rock. He's our confidence. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today. You know, like yesterday, to maybe read that scripture in Romans chapter 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Lord, stir up our faith, stir up our confidence, stir up our, our assurance in you that we can go to sleep based on your promises, that we, we can just close our eyes and know that you will hold us. We, we, we can rely on you. We can walk on water because we know that you will hold us and we will not sink. We, we can be rest assured about our future because we know you've gone into our future. You said you know the thoughts and the plans that you think towards us. They are plans of good and not of evil to give us an expected end. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray on this platform, let us not just be people who come like barbarians, blabbing away, not having confidence in you. We're not just throwing empty words. When we pray, we know there is a God who hears our prayers. And we know that our prayers are going to be answered. And we know there will be a manifestation of those things which you have spoken. Because your word will not return back to you void. It must accomplish that which you have sent it. When you speak your word, you send forth your word and heal them, deliver them from their destruction. Your word, they are spirit and they are life. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of joints and marrow, soul and spirit. It's a designer of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. And there's nothing that is hid before your word. Your word exposes everything. Your word is like hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Your word is like fire that burns within our soul. Your word. In your word is our life. In your word is our healing. In your word is our guarantee of a great tomorrow and a great future. We trust in you. We look unto you. We depend on you, almighty Father. Thank you for the prayer experience community. Lord, I want to stand in the gap on behalf of everyone in the prayer experience community. That Lord, our faith in you will not be shaken. That Lord, the more the enemy comes against us, the, the stronger our resolve will be to trust you, to believe in you, to look unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we have a God who answers prayers. I like this God. He is, you can depend on him. You can rely on him. You can count on him. Amen. Let's go into praying for the nations. One of the bedrock of the prayer experience is we're committed to interceding 
for the nations and no nation is uh, is excluded from the list wherever you are from i want you to pray for your nation pakistan india hong kong taiwan china north korea uh, pray for your nation indonesia philippines pray for your nation look at the scripture say but god shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners christ died for us did you see that while we were still sinners christ died for us put that uh, together christ died for sinners are there sinners in your nation pray for them right now that they will come to the awareness the realization that christ died for them christ died for people in africa he died for people in south america he died for people in north america across the world if there's any one person in our world today who is not yet saved christ died for them why are they not yet saved many reasons either they don't know or they've not been preached to they've not had the opportunity of hearing the gospel or some have heard but their hearts are hardened or tradition customs unbelief all of these things contribute to people not giving their lives to jesus can we pray right now and just pray god will lay something in your heart as the reason why people around you are not saved pray that right now if it's tradition customs unbelief just break that down and pray that people suddenly will come to the realization that this jesus christ also died for them ignorance is the biggest killer not the devil the devil uses ignorance as a weapon to hold people down and stop them from coming into the knowledge of their salvation father we want to pray for the nations people in our nations in our community people within the united kingdom people across asia people across the middle east people across africa south america north america united states of america we want to pray in every nation in every land in every community where there are the unsaved where people are yet to commit their heart to jesus or where people are even anti-christianity anti-christ anti-anything that represents jesus christ father will you soften their heart rain the rain of righteousness upon their heart and soften their heart to god let the unbelief give way let the the fear give way let the doubt give way father you said the gospel is the power of god unto salvation to everyone who believes to the jew and then to the greek lord will pray because this gospel is for every man this gospel is for every woman this gospel is for the old this gospel is for the young we pray and intercede we 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 ask you lord by the power of your spirit he said when he the spirit of truth is come he'll convict the world of sin of righteousness and of judgment we pray for people in our family people in our in our immediate circle of influence our friends our neighbors our, our our workmates where we work that are not yet saved lord we want to pray for them that the holy spirit will convict them of sin of righteousness and of judgment touch their hearts oh god touch their mind let them know that jesus also loves them and that's why he gave his life for them thank you father in jesus name amen and amen i want us to pray for the church stand in the gap on behalf of the church and this scripture in Gal in genesis chapter 5 and verse 22 
the New Living Translation. It says, after the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God. That's the line I want to bring out. Enoch lived in close fellowship with God. Some translation says, Enoch walked with God. He said, for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. And I want you to realize that the generation at this time were wicked. It was a wicked and perverse generation. But in the midst of that darkness, in the midst of that wickedness, Enoch walked with in close fellowship with God. Wow. Wow. That's so amazing. And I want us to pray that for the church in today's world. Every Christian, every believer, every child of God, everyone named by the name of the Lord, that we will come into close fellowship with God. It is not enough to be saved. After salvation, we need to walk with God. We need to come into close fellowship with God. We need to come engage with God. We need to hear from God. We need to be in communion with God. We need to walk with God. Pray right now. Pray for people in your church. Pray for people in your local assembly. Pray for Christians in your city. Pray for Christians in your community. Pray that we will shine as light. As people see our walk with the Lord, you know, Enoch became a witness in his generation that thousands of years after, Bible still talks about him as a man that walked with God. Another man that walked with God was Noah. Abraham also walked with God. These are men that left a mark in their generation. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to pray for one another. We want to pray for the church. We want to pray for pastors and evangelists and missionaries. We want to pray for Christians across the world, the church in the United States, the church in the United Kingdom. Help us, oh God, to walk in close fellowship with you. That's the most important thing. If we hear your voice, then we will do your will. We will fulfill your purpose and your kingdom will come in and through us. And we will become a light in the midst of darkness. And people will look at us and see the distinctness of our lives. And that will be a witness to those who are not yet saved. We can be the salt of the earth. We can be the light of the world. Help us, oh God. Help us to leave behind the ways of darkness. Leave behind the former lifestyle. Leave behind the walks of the flesh and begin to walk in the spirit. Allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and help us. Thank you, Father. We pray this for the body of Christ in our time, in our generation, in our nation, wherever, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want us to pray two more prayer points before we go this lovely Saturday afternoon. One, I want us to pray for the family. You know, there are families across our nations that are struggling at the minute. We all know what's going on. High rise of uh, the cost of living right now. Most nations are reporting uh, infl inflation in their economy. Across the world, so many families are struggling. When I think about children, think about teenagers, think about young people who count on their parents for sustenance, for provision, school fees, ETC, and all of that. Can we pray for family? Pray for families across your community. Pray for families in your local church. Pray for families in your nation. We want to see the reign of abundance and provision and supplies in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 58, one of my favorite scripture 
in the Bible, it says, and the Lord will guide you. I pray that for families, that the Lord will guide families continually and satisfy their desire in these scorched places and make their bones strong and that they will be like a watered garden. Will you prosper families, oh God, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail? Can we pray right now? Pray, just pray. You might know a particular family that have a need in the privacy of your home. Mention their names and just pray that God will provide and supply their need in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we do pray for families up and down the country. We want to pray for homes. We want to pray for uh, men and women. We want to pray for people who are like breadwinners in their families, in their home. Some have lost their job. Some have lost their means of livelihood. Or some are just struggling. Business is struggling and people struggling. Lord, will you supply every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, you've provided on planet Earth everything that every human being will ever need from day one to the day they pass on. There's so much wealth in our world today, but there's corruption, there's insincerity, there's all kinds of things, selfishness. Some people have more. Uh, one person having more than what a million people will ever need. Lord, we ask that you will intervene and step into the cause of the affairs of mankind. We ask that you will raise political leaders, raise up economic leaders, raise up leaders within the society, within the community, leaders who will redistribute wealth uh, 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 in the name of Jesus. We pray for that redistribution of wealth uh, to the poor, to the hungry, to those who have not in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for the church, Lord, that you will put wealth in the hands of the church so that we can communicate to the poor, communicate to the hungry, communicate to the lonely. Help us, oh God, not just money, but houses, food, all kinds of things, industries, businesses. Lord, let the church participate in helping mankind and humanity at this time, oh God. We pray that your love will flow from the church to the rest of the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I want us to finish by praying healing prayers right now in the name of Jesus. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 8, talked about if you serve God and you walk in his ways and you're God-fearing, he says you will have healing for your body, strength for your bones, you know, Many of us are already in that. We're already walking with God. Many of us want to please God. Many of us are doing the will of God in our lives, you know, but for some reason, our bodies are still afflicted. Claim this promise. Like I said, God doesn't just speak into the void. His word will not return back to him void. Claim this word and say, Lord, you promise healing for my body, strength for my bones. I receive that healing into my body, into my bones, into my liver. Pray with me right now, wherever you are, whether you're sick in your body or you're standing in the gap on behalf of somebody else. Let's combine our faith together where two or three are gathered together. It says, there I am in the midst of them. And it says, if two of us shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done for us of our Father who is in heaven. We release the force of united prayer and united faith right now in the name of Jesus. We command bone uh, conditions to be healed, arthritis to be healed in the name of Jesus, muscular conditions to be healed, brain condition to be healed, 
be healed in the name of Jesus. We, we stand against every cancerous growth, every tumor, everything contrary to good uh, well-being of people, not just on this community, but people that we might be standing in the gap for. Right now, Lord, we claim your promise and we release your word. He said, you send forth your word and heal them and deliver them from their destruction. In the name of Jesus, I see light shining into the darkness. I see healing flowing into the place of ill health. I see testimonies coming forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, we want to thank you right now. We want to thank you right now. We want to thank you. We anticipate the testimony. So we thank you in advance. We thank you in advance. And we say thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for making a way where there seems to be no way. Thank you, Lord, for the testimonies that are bound, that are coming in our direction from our brothers, from our sisters, and people right now on this platform that are unwell in their body, or family members, relations, people in their lives that are unwell. Lord, testimonies are coming, and we release your ministering spirit to stir the waters, to stir the waters, to stir the waters, and let there be a manifestation and the performance of that which has come forth from the mouth of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Once again, I can't thank you enough for supporting the prayer experience and being part of what God is doing here in the prayer experience community. Tomorrow is Father's Day, and we will be uh, broadcasting the prayer uh, at 2 p.m. Uh, normal time on a Sunday. Now I'm aware some of us might be away having a meal with our fathers and all of that, but we are also aware that there are some people who at that time need encouragement, need support, need fellowship. So we want to make this available to you. We'll be coming to you at 2 p.m. Join us. If you're away having a meal later in the day, you can catch up on the prayer experience. It will be a Father's Day special and Jane will be leading us specially in that prayer. I'm sure she'll be praying for fathers and men in our church, in our community. Amen and amen. Um, join the prayer experience community on Facebook and on WhatsApp. Subscribe to the free audio podcast. We thank God for what he's doing on the platform at this time. Well, my time is up and I have to go. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.
Join them proud.